From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherrianna and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more. Hey, Just Ask Spirit listeners, are you tired of trying to figure out this manifesting thing? If so, you have got to check out my new book. It's called Energy in Action. And inside, you're going to find 52 manifesting practices to help you ignite your ability to create a life of peace and freedom. And if you're looking for a way to practice these skills with others, you may want to join my weekly Ray of Light membership. This is where we meet virtually to keep our manifesting juices going. Find the book, Energy in Action, and membership at SherriannaBoyle.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherrianna Boyle. I'm the host of the show. You are in for a treat. We have a very special guest joining us today. It's taken me a couple of years to get this guest, guys. So you can tell I'm super excited. And therefore, you can find this show on Dream Vision 7 Radio. We're also going to go out to YouTube, my YouTube channel, which is Sherrianna Boyle. And you're also going to find it on your favorite podcast app. So if you're looking to download the show, make sure you just subscribe to Just Ask Spirit and that way you never miss a show because it's only getting better. If you're new to me and my work, I am the author of 10 books. My latest book is called Energy in Action. Everything's about energy, right? Especially when it comes to manifesting. So it's my take on manifesting, kind of a new take. I don't really focus so much on thoughts as I do feelings because I find feelings change the thoughts. So it's kind of an interesting concept and it has 52 manifesting practices in that book. I'm also the founder of Emotional Detox Coaching, where I do energy work and help people to process what they feel. And I run a certification program where I'll certify you in my method, which is called the Cleanse Method, very effective me- method that has served as the foundation of my coaching practice for well over a decade now. I want to welcome you to the show. I'm super excited. I think this couldn't come at a better time that we have this guest, that we have sort of the the mother, the mother of the topic of intention. And when I mean mother, I, I think she gave birth really to the validity and the importance of having an intention. And you're going to meet her in just a moment. So hang in. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. 
Come take advantage of Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to dreamvision7radio.com. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a special and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of 10 books that can help empower lives. From her new book on manifesting, Energy in Action, Emotional Detox, Emotional Detox Now, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, Mantras Made Easy, To the Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety, there is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking, Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Lynn McTaggart, welcome to Just As Spirit. Thank you. It's lovely to be here with you. Oh, it's such a pleasure to have you, Lynn, and audience. Let me give you a little bit about Lynn McTaggart. If you haven't heard of her already, Lynn is an award-winning journalist and the author of seven books, including worldwide international bestsellers. Some of her books, folks, have been translated into over 30 languages She's called the metaphysical rock star of the quantum world. She's consistently voted one of the world's top 100 spiritual leaders for her groundbreaking work with consciousness and the power of intention. Lynn is known for the quality of her writing. Yes, she is. And in-depth research on inspirational speaking style and her uncompromising role as a new thought leader and spiritual change agent. And you can find her at Lynn McTaggart. 
www.thepowerofpositivity.com. So such a pleasure. I mean, you are really, truly, uh, I don't know how you do this research, Lynn. I mean, I, I've done research myself. I'm an adjunct psychology professor, so I teach about research. You're the queen of research. <laughs> I'm just a, I'm a journalist and investigative reporter by training. And that's how I started out life. I wanted to put bad guys into jail. And that was my first book. I broke all kinds of baby selling rings with hidden tape recorders and all kinds of things like that. So that was my trajectory. And I got pretty dis derailed. When I started writing about health, we launched a magazine called What Doctors Don't Tell You. Then it was just a newsletter. But I kept coming across very good studies of spiritual healing. And this is the derailing part. I wondered, wait a minute, if you can send a thought to someone else and make them better, then that undermines everything we think about how the world works. So it was just trying to find out why this is the case that led me to all of the scientists who were essentially discovering a piece of what compounded into a new science. And that became my book, The Field. But because of that journalistic background and also the heavy research that our magazine does, we, we delve into what works and what doesn't work in conventional and alternative medicine. And because of that, I learned early how to read scientific studies. And uh, as a journalist, you know, my one of my mentors told me they don't say no to you until they kick you down the stairs and that almost became a mantra of really being persistent about information and really delving deep into it and i guess it's because of that background that i brought that to science and spirituality i wondered that lynn i wondered how it all began for you how you started to focus on intention. And it, so was it a study? Is that what you're saying? You came across some, some research and then it sort of sparked this interest? It was, yeah, it was the back in the 90s is when I first came across some of this research on um, spiritual healing. And I started wondering, why does homeopathy work and things like that. And that started the interest in I didn't know even what I was looking for. I thought maybe there's such a thing as human energy fields. I didn't know about the zero point field then, and which became the centerpiece of my book, The Field. But it was in talking to these scientists, I had convinced my publisher to let me go on essentially a journey without a compass. I didn't know what I was even looking for. I just thought maybe it's human energy fields. I'll talk to these physicists and biologists who were doing work in consciousness research. They'll probably be able to tell me, I'll write it up, that'll be it. That was not it. What I discovered is each of them had a little piece of what needed to be put together as a big puzzle that compounded into this new view of the world, a completely new science. But scientists aren't, you know, they talk in math, they talk in code. And that's not their skill set to translate into English that all the rest of us can follow. And also, and you certainly know that if you've read psychological papers too, um, but also um, they like to stay within the little piece of experimental evidence they've found. They don't like to venture beyond it to sort of speculate how this all gets 
fit together. So I soon realized with some great alarm that this was going to have to be left to me. I was going to have to somehow synthesize this. So because the subject was new, a lot of the people I interviewed for the field, I interviewed 20 times or more. They were schooling me in a lot of this new science. I was reading up on all of this new science. I had to learn quantum physics, essentially. When I finished the field and published it, to me, that what, represents- What year are we at, Lynn? When you published that book, what year was that? Uh, 2002. That, that is 21 the, years old, that book. And then what was the next book after that? The Intention Experiment. Yeah, that's, that was, that's, now I bought that one. You can see. Yes. I had yes. this. I, before our interview went up to my bookcase, I'm like, I know I have her book. I know I have her book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got, I've got two more books after that. But yeah. that book, was again a bit of unfinished business I felt from the field because there were many scientists doing work in uh, in these very prestigious laboratories in Princeton and elsewhere showing that thoughts are an actual something with the capacity to change physical matter. Now, there had been a lot of talk about manifestation and law of attraction, you know, happening at the time, a lot of popular stuff. Yeah. But the, the hard-nosed skeptical journo in me said, okay, what are we talking about here? You know, are we talking about very subtle shifts in the, the material world? Or are we talking about curing cancer with our thoughts? And I also was intrigued by the idea of what would happen if lots of people are thinking the same thought at the same time. So that spurred me on to not only put together all of the existing science about intention, Looks like you're freezing up a little bit here. Everyone, okay, go ahead, continue. Okay, should I redo that? Nope, just keep going. Keep okay, going. great. <laughs> okay, so I started thinking, well, I have lots of readers out there. My The field was in third. I know a lot of these consciousness researchers, these scientists working at places like Princeton and University of Arizona and Penn State, University of California and elsewhere. So I thought, well, if I just periodically put them together, have them help me design an experiment, run it and invite my readers to be the intenders, I'll have the biggest global laboratory in the world. So that's what I did. I started in 2007, 2007, when the intention experiment was published. And to date, we've run 40 of those experiments. Everything from trying to make change subtle properties of a leaf, to trying to make seeds grow faster, to making uh, water purified, by different pHs, we ran about 10 water experiments, to lowering violence in war-torn or violent areas. We've run 10 of those peace intention experiments, and even trying to heal someone, a Gulf War veteran of post-traumatic stress disorder. And of those 40, 36 have shown measurable, positive, mostly significant effects. And these are results that have been calculated by one of these prestigious scientists. So it's always been them coming up with the data, looking at the data, analyzing it in all of these controlled experiments and showing this stuff has an effect. 
So you actually used your own readers as as the, the, the sample size there. So you you must have had a control group and experimental group and all of the, did you, that, did you do all it of that? It wasn't about the intention that where we had the controls was in the targets. So we had some targets that were intended for and some targets that were not intended for. And we found, for instance, our seed experiment. That was a beautifully controlled trial and we actually published the, the study. So we and it was presented by the scientist who helped me run the science uh, the study, Dr. Gary Schwartz, a noted psychologist, University of Arizona, presented it at a scientific conference. In this study, <clears throat> his laboratory designed four sets of thirty seeds, seeds each. Um, they were labeled A, B, C, or D. The uh, the scientists sent these these seeds in terms of photos. They sent me photos of four sets of seeds. And the first place I ran the experiment was in Sydney, Australia. I was in front of an audience of about 700. I let them choose whichever seeds they wanted to say to send intention to. Let's say it was seeds A. We sent the intention. We didn't tell the scientists which seeds we were sending intention to. At the end of our intention, which was only 10 minutes long, we told the scientists we were done. We still didn't tell them which ones we'd sent intention to. That was their cue to plant the seeds. And four days later, they measured the seedlings. At that point, after they had measured the seedlings, I then unblinded the study and told them, oh, it was seeds A that we sent seeds uh, intention to. And lo and behold, the seeds sent intention grew significantly higher than controls. We ran that five more times. Well, this is just people coming and gathering with you, and this is what you mean. And and so seven hundred people. That yes. is absolutely- however, however, yeah. I ran it five more times. In five instances, the people were in the same room as me, and there were different sized audiences. There were a hundred at a workshop. There were six hundred at a healing touch practitioners meeting. The different locations, Rhinebeck, New York, South Carolina, Dallas, Texas, Los Angeles, but also over the internet. One of those studies was over the internet with thousands of people, my readers from around the globe, taking part as we are right now, individually sitting in front of their computer screens, looking at my website, which was controlled by my webmasters to flip over pages so that everybody would see the same things and think the same thought at the same time. We had one intention everybody was to hold, and that's how they always run. And how was that's that almost intention? all of mine have run too, and, where and the what, people are individual. What's the intention? Just so the audience gets a sense of, of what that looks like. So they're asked to hold an intention, for example. Okay. Well, it depends on the subject. It's always highly specific. We have found of the four that didn't work, they were sometimes not specific enough. Like one time we sent love to water, for instance, and nothing happened. But when we sent an intention for the water to increase in alkalinity by one entire pH, it worked. So with the seed experiment, we sent a very specific intention. We said we wanted it to, uh, we, our intention was that the seeds grow to a certain height by the fourth day of growing. 
Okay. So we we had a very very specific intention found over these. And it 40 was measurable, years. and it was a measurable intention because you yeah, can... and we always do a measurable intention, even with a peace okay. intention experiment. We usually yeah. talk about lowering violence by at least ten or twenty percent, or something like that. We take specific areas, specific targets. One of our peace intention experiments was for. Uh, an area of St. Louis, Missouri, which is officially the most violent place in America. It's called the Fairground District of St. Louis. And for this experiment, I worked with Dr. Jessica Utz, who is a noted professor of statistics at the University of California. So this was an, a good experiment because we were able to get three years prior of statistics from the police department uh, in Missouri and in St. Louis um, of violent and property crime, violent crime and property crime for St. Louis as a whole, fairground district, which was the focus of our intention, property crime and violent crime, and also the surrounding areas, the surrounding little um, sections and neighborhoods of fairground, property crime, violent crime. And we found we looked at the three-year trajectory before, and Dr. Utz modeled it, showing that there was a trajectory of upward violent crime and property crime in all those areas. We then waited six months, got all of the data from six months after our experiment, and found that St. Louis as a whole, property crime was going up, violent crime continued to go up. Fairground property crime continued to go up, but violent crime, the focus of our intention, went down by 43%. And it had continued to go up everywhere else around that neighborhood. I so know. I mean, I can't imagine what that must feel like for you, Lynn. It I mean, is amazing. You feel like it's Christmas every time those results come back and you see it. I, I can't imagine what's going through, you know, you and your team. Well, I tell you, it's, it's, it is exciting, but it's not the whole point of the story. Yes, mm -hmm. our outcomes, and we've got these outcomes that happen over and over, and we keep learning more and more and more. But from 2008, and I should tell you about that experiment just to, to give you background, we decided to do our first peace intention experiment in 2008. We'd had all of these good positive results with seeds and and leaves and water. And I said to Dr. Schwartz and some of the other scientists I was working with, let's do something huge. Let's not do seeds and water. Let's do something huge. Let's try to lower violence in a war-torn area. So I needed to find a place where we had reliable data because you know, when there's a war, nobody wants to talk about the bodies. So it's very difficult to get actual statistics. Plus, I wanted a place that nobody in the West was actually thinking about. So I found that place finally in Sri Lanka. I found an organization that was actually tracking deaths and injuries. And Sri Lanka had been going through a 25-year war. And the rebels had choked off the entire north of the, of the uh, country. And the government and the rebels were at a stalemate. Nobody was getting anywhere. And everybody was dying. And it was a horrible war. So we did an intention over eight days. And I, by that, I mean 10 minutes a day for eight days. 
to end the war and lower violence there. 10 minutes a day for eight days? That's not very, I mean, that's just 10 minutes a day. That's it. That's all I do. That's all I've ever done. 10 minutes a day for eight days? That's it? That's it. And that's all my power of eight groups are. 10 minutes. 10 minutes and we've had thousands of healings. You, you know, a lot of people think you would need to gear up. You need to meditate. You need to do all this stuff. You need to become coherent and all of that. It's never happened with me. People end up having these extraordinary changes in themselves, changes in targets in 10 minutes. In 10 so minutes. 10 minutes. And it started out with us learning about this because when we did our first experiment, Dr. Schwartz and I said, how long should we hold this? for our first experiment in front of an audience. Again, this was our very first experiment. And we both decided that if people haven't meditated before, about the longest they could hold a thought would be about 10 minutes. Yeah. So that's how it started. And then it worked. And so we carried on. And that's what we were learning each time with the intention experiment. The most exciting part of it of all though, is not the effect on the targets, it's the effect on the participants. Mm. 2008, from that Cheryl Lenk experiment, and by the way, the very week of our intention experiment, the government won a number of decisive battles that turned around the entire course of the war. This had been a 25-year intractable war. Within a few months, they took back the North, and with a few months after that, the whole war ended. And you know, we looked at each other and uh, me and Dr. Oates and said, did we do this? We were both shocked about it, that the very week of our intention seemed to be the most decisive point in the entire 25-year war. But the most interesting to me was what happened to the participants, because I decided to survey people who joined, and I always ask them to join so that I can relay the results to them. And now it is survey them. So I sent them a survey to say, how was this for you? Were you able to get on? Everybody was participating from places around the globe, all on their individual computers. Nevertheless, I was getting results like this. People writing back to me saying, I was crying uncontrollably. I had goosebumps up, up and down my arms. I felt like I was in the tractor beam of Star Trek. I felt like I it was unbearable heat. And I was experiencing that myself. I oftentimes had to stand away from my computer because it was feeling really hot, like I had this extraordinary energy. And again, we're all participating on our individual computer screens. So that wasn't the only thing. We also found that about 40 to 50% of people said they were more in love with everyone they came into contact with. They were hugging strangers. They were also more peaceful in their own lives. They were making up with estranged partners or parents or children. They were getting along better with their bosses. They were getting along better with everyone they came in contact with, including people who are not like them, people they normally argue with. And we also found that about a third or more reported either great improvements in medical conditions or healings and improvements in their lives. People left their jobs. People were telling us, I'm leaving my job, I'm joining the Peace Corps. People were saying, 
I'm going to get rid of this soulless job. I'm going to do something really important for myself now. And this is too important. And it was just extraordinary. So I was flabbergasted by the results of that. And I have surveyed people for every intention experiment since and got exactly the same feedback. This is unbelievable. Lynn, this is... I have so many questions for you running through my mind. I'm sure the audience, I mean, you're just as blown away as I am. We need to take a quick break, everyone. We're going to come back with more from Lynn McTaggart. And you can find out more about Lynn at lynnmctaggart.com. And that's where you can find if you're getting interested in these intention experiments, I would highly encourage you to head on over to her website. But we'll be right back after the break. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, Processing them matters more. As a special and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of 10 books that can help empower lives. From her new book on manifesting, Energy in Action, Emotional Detox, Emotional Detox Now, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, Mantras Made Easy, To the Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety, There is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking, Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back. I'm speaking to Lynn McTaggart, the one and only Lynn McTaggart. Now you understand she is the mother of intention, I I believe. You know, Lynn, I want to kind of even just break this down further. How do you 
how do you define intention for people? I know you've given examples and we're talking about intention, but what is the exact definition that you use? Okay, I love that question. Thank Hold you. Hold on. You're welcome. Okay, go ahead. So I define intention as a purposeful and very specific request to the universe. It's not like prayer. Prayer is much more about looking to a divine source to guide you or to heal you. It's more like a thy will be done. God, mm -hmm. you decide. With this, it's a very specific request to the universe. And I like it as a secular entity because it invites everybody in. Mm -hmm. I don't make a distinction in people who come and do intention experiments with me. They come from all kinds of backgrounds. I've had, you know, Republicans and Democrats come together. I've had Israelis and Palestinians come together. I've had and other Arabs come together. So I invite everyone. Mine is a very open church, but that is how I define it. But it, I've found that there are many, many keys to intention mastery. I was, I was just going to ask you that. What are the guidelines here in terms of, an, or the keys for an intention? Well, one of the keys, there's 13 of them, so probably too much to go through. But sure. I started scaling all of this down, by the way. In 2008, I wondered what would happen if I tried to do this in smaller groups, like in a workshop setting. And I wasn't really sure what to do. But I, one day I was talking to my husband about it and I said, I don't know, maybe I'll put them in groups of eight or so and have them send healing intention to a member of the group with a health challenge. And my husband is also a journalist and a great headline writer. And he said to me, I love it, the power of eight. And that's <laughs> how it all started. So we did, we put people into groups in a workshop, expecting it to be just a mild little feel good effect, but that wasn't what happened. People came back the next day, having been the intendee in a group, and they said things like this. I have terrible arthritis and I'm walking normally to, today. Yeah, I have arthritis in my knee. Or I have terrible depression and it feels lifted. Or I have cataracts in both eyes and they're about 80% better. And on and on that went. So my mind was truly blown by this. And I didn't believe it being the skeptical journalist I am. So I thought I have to keep testing this. So I did over and over again, whenever I ran a, a workshop over 10 years before I had the courage to publish that book, The Power of Eight. I, it took me 10 years to get the courage to say, yes, this really happens. And I needed to understand why a lot more. We did brainwave studies, we did all kinds of studies. Mm. And now to date, I've seen thousands of major healings. I've seen two people get up out of their wheelchairs. One woman paralyzed, the other person with multiple sclerosis. We have this on video. I had a woman last summer who was at a workshop of mine who had stage four cancer, given three months to live, did one big intention experiment with her group at our retreat setting. And she said at the end of it, 10 minutes, I am healed. I am healed. And she went on to, um, she did some other alternative things, but no chemo, no radiation. And the doctors within a few months could find no evidence of cancer. 
Something. These same doctors who told her that she was about to die. We had a woman after one 10 minute intention reverse a genetic liver disease, completely reverse. She has the letters from two doctor specialists, you know, liver, liver specialists, basically saying your spleen's normal, your liver's normal. And her liver had been filled with fibrosis and her spleen very enlarged. And she was a candidate for a liver and, transplant. And and let's be clear, Lynn, these are people that were trained, people that have been trained by you in terms of the power aid, correct? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes in the case of the in case of the woman who was um uh, who reversed stage four cancer. But the other ones I've talked to you about are their first intention and it's 10 minutes long. And, okay. and you know, the the woman I'm talking about who reversed her genetic disease first time she ever did it. Um, other people, it's been the first time they've ever done it, or they've been part of one of a number of courses that I run where I do train people in depth how to use intention. For instance, my master class, I run once a year a class where I train people live and interactive for six successive weeks, two-hour sessions each week, and then I put them into groups. Our team put them into groups in their time zone, their preferred meeting times. And my recommendation to them is they meet once a week and they do intention together according to everything I've taught them. And then I meet every so often with intention clinics to help them, guide them. I throw out challenges and homework, et cetera. And so I work with them for an entire year. The people who work diligently with their group every week, just one hour a week, are the people who, in the vast majority of cases, achieve extraordinary things. Mm. They write the book they've always wanted to write and never did. They find love in their life, as Joy did, when she hadn't had a boyfriend for 35 years. And mm. out of the blue, after the intention, her boyfriend from all those years ago calls her up. This is during lockdown. She's in Australia, he's in the UK. They become close again. Upshot is he moves to Australia, he goes through quarantine, even though it's locked down, and they're now happily ever after together. Wow. We have people like Mitchell Dean, who had a psychologist who had clinical depression, not a good look for somebody who's a clinical psychologist. Yeah. He couldn't, after so many years of trying everything, find out why. Groups Lynn, does Lynn, attention for him Lynn, and reverses it. If you could just, just because I'm conscious of radio and uh, commercials, um, there, I don't want us to not get a little bit about what are the, the keys to the intention that you would give the audience? What are the specifics? I know there's 13. One is being, the one is the most important thing is being specific. Being specific. Putting together an intention statement together that is specific. The second thing, of course, is having a group. A group supersizes it. Yeah. And the third thing is, this is not a head, Kate. This is not a head exercise. You formulate it in your head, but you, you bring it to your heart. You get it sent out. Yeah. One of the other aspects of this that is so important is altruism. Mm. With a power of eight group, seven-eighths of the time, you're intending for someone else. I have seen many, many 
hundreds, if not thousands of cases of people who achieved their goals, not when they were the recipient, but when they were the sender. There's a mirror effect to intention. And that's the most powerful element of all. Gosh, Lynn, I mean, this has been your life's work. It's it's so amazing. And I, I'm curious to know what what is your intention? I mean, what why do you what do you feel your purpose is here? I mean, we can kind of see what your purpose is and feel it, but what is in your mind in terms of your intention statement being the the leader and the the, the founder of all of this? Well, somebody wrote it to me, and that really made sense to me. I kept wondering, why me? Because it suddenly this happened essentially by accident, and suddenly I discovered this extraordinary modality that heals people. And a woman wrote in to me and said, you're doing more than research. You're busting open people's hearts. And I started recognizing that my purpose now is I've also seen with intention experiments, inviting polarized groups together. Like I did one a few years ago with Arabs from various Arab um, states and Israeli Jews to do an intention together to lower violence in Jerusalem. And these two, I had to broker the entire thing because they weren't speaking to each other, both sides. But afterward, when I started asking the different groups and we were in technology enabling me to do that so everybody could hear everybody else, I asked the people and they said things like, your God is my God to the other side, or we love you, sister. They were sending love. They were, you know, their heart was leaping across the fence. So one of my intentions now is to bring polarized communities together. I'm going to oh. do a big one with Republicans and Democrats next summer with you Gaia. Are? Oh yeah. my gosh, that's fabulous. So yeah. that's one. Yeah. Two, two, continue doing intention experiments to try to lower violence, but also to bring power of eight groups together. I have a thing called the eight revolution mm-hmm. with uh, on my community site, lynnmctaggart.com in the community section, where people who join the community, and it's all free, mm-hmm. can get free tools to use intention work to heal their communities. And to join, I want to join these Power of Eight groups together because it's very clear that mm-hmm. the leaders of the world don't know what to do now. Yeah. But yes, I, I agree wonder- with you. <laughs> I know. And I want to create essentially a social movement from the ground up of people healing neighborhoods and communities from the ground up. And so that's one of my purposes, too. That is just unbelievable. I I absolutely love it. And you're giving so many people hope. And I love the way both sides of it benefit. And you've given us some wonderful guidelines. And again, I can't thank you enough for taking the time. I know you're so busy. And I so appreciate you taking the time to come on Just Ask Spirit and share your wisdom. Thank you so much. And for people who want to find out more about me, it's lynnmctaggart.com. I have an upcoming masterclass. I run it once a year. We have upcoming intention experiments, including this big one with Republicans and Democrats and all kinds of tools. So people can check it out on my website. And they just join right there if they want to be part of that experiment or part of that intention group. 
Is that, that's all they do is just join? All they do. Uh, You can go on, you can see my courses to join up on my courses or to join a waiting list for retreats and various level courses for intention, intention experiments or my community. If you just join my community, you'll be in, you'll be receiving information all the time about upcoming intention experiments. And if you want to be part of the eight revolution, getting all those free downloads, just join my community and it's all there. And you can also uh, join with other people to become a Power of Eight group and meet virtually right there on my community pages. Love it. Thank you so much, Lynn. And thank you so much, audience, for tuning into Just Us Spirit. And remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. Be sure you head over to the Just Death Spirit Marketplace. That's on my website, cherryannaboyle.com. That's 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 all of our authors um, where they sponsor the show. So check out their books, courses, and all that good stuff. And my latest book at the Just Death Spirit Marketplace, again, cherryannaboyle.com. Head over to lynntetmctaggart.com and join an intention experiment. Why not, right? Thank you so much. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening. Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on SherriannaBoyle.com. Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.